Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 106 of the Superform Games Cast. As always, I am one of your hosts, John, aka at Mr. Negative on Twitter, and uh, we got a great panel today, guys. Are we uh, um, real quick? Can somebody check and make sure we're good to go on Twitter? We uh, never we mind. Are... We're good. Yep, we're good. I see it right we're now. Awesome. Okay. Um, excellent, guys. Are you talking about video games tonight? Yes. No, I'm oh. not actually. Yeah. We're actually going to be talking about politics tonight. I hope you guys are ready. Um, we're talking about what kind of food we ate this week. I'm actually, I'm, I'm more ready than you guys. Is I'm about to pour myself some of this delicious Japanese whiskey. Uh, that's actually sponsored content this week. I mean, yeah, Yakuza, yeah. Yakuza Six is in stores next month. The reviews <laughs> just dropped today, so go read the reviews. It's I'm going to make myself a drink and drink it in the official SDGC mug. Oh, that's hot. That's sexy. There we go. That's sexy. Mm. Rub it on your chest before you go. No, I like okay. that he didn't do that in the ten <laughs> minutes before. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, there. Yeah, I like it. Oh, that's good. That's that, that's mm-hmm. the good shit right there, man. Oh God. All right. No, no, it's now good. No, just go with it. Um, yeah. So, now anyway, so we have a we have a friend joining us tonight because we got some members of the podcast who are missing tonight. Uh, Sam Sam Tolbert from uh, the Inner Circle and uh, a a budding games journalist in his own right. Sam, it is you're a friend of the show. You have been for a long time, so it's always good to have you on. Yeah, I, I mean everyone here who's a regular knows who I am. It's always fantastic to just shoot the gaming crap with you guys and get to real talk at the same time. Is it it's awesome? Let's get. Is it? Fantastic? It really is. It really is fantastic in its own unique way that can't be explained. <laughs> it is something to behold. <laughs> All right. But no, it's fantastic to be here, guys. Really awesome. Is. Okay, awesome. So we'll uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and kick it off uh, tonight. I think we're gonna we're gonna kick it old school, and we are going to start with what everybody's been playing this week. And uh, Jay, as always, you're gonna be our timekeeper. Um, and uh, why don't we? Oh, there's Finn. Finn's back. Why don't we start with? You know what? Let's go ahead and get Brandon out of the way because I, I, I've been playing something. Brandon, so so Brandon, why don't you tell us all about for three minutes what you've been playing this week? <laughs> I don't know if I can talk about Puyo Puyo Tetris for three minutes. <laughs> Brandon's been it's, playing something different. That's the yeah, that's the thing. Never Holy shit! Round, this round is the moment. Applause, Some people may never have heard of Puyo Puyo, but everyone knows Tetris. What are your thoughts on that, dude? Because I fucking love Puyo Puyo Tetris. Yeah, I was gonna say, has anyone here not played Puyo Puyo? I have any so any Puyo Puyo game before. I, I, I've I played the one that came out on PlayStation last year. Yeah. I so yeah, Puyo Puyo Tetris. I like, guess put out by Sega, and it was a, a uh, it's a combination of fucking Tetris and Puyo Puyo. So two different puzzle games like mixed into one, which is a pretty unique concept. I don't I don't can't really think of a lot of games that have like tried to merge two different puzzle games into mm-hmm. one. Uh, I have you know I haven't fucked around with every mode in the game. They get you know they get pretty creative with the way that they uh, combine the two games. Uh, the, the mode that I've been enjoying is it, what it does is it'll switch back and forth. So you're playing, it's a battle mode. So, you know, uh, remember like Tetris attack had a two player battle mode where like, if you would do combos, it would send garbage blocks over to the enemy sides yep, absolutely. and it would mess up their combos and stuff like that. So it's like that, but, uh, every, so you're playing a game of Puyo Puyo and a game of Tetris at the same time against another player. And every 30 seconds, it'll just keep, like, I don't know if it's, like, it's, oh, like, 30 yeah. seconds, 45 seconds. You're playing Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? Yeah. Uh, I never played that because I didn't have a Genesis. Well, now you can play it soon with the Sega Genesis, Genesis Collection coming out on the Xbox One, the PS4, and Steam, PC. Uh, yeah, I had, mm-hmm. I had Genesis in, in the 90s. Who gives a fuck about Genesis Collections? Like, <laughs> I, I don't understand. I don't understand. 
But anyway, uh, I guess I'm just <laughs> less <laughs> morally opposed to ROMs and emulators than like most fucking normally normies. I guess. <laughs> I'm okay with ROMs and emulators. I don't know. Yeah, like who who would ever buy a fucking Genesis collection when you yeah. can just fucking just, download ROMs? Exactly. Anyway, actually. What do you what do you do with it? Like they're usually um, I, you, you get all the achievements in it, of course. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I do understand achievement whoring. Yeah, I live on the legal side of life, so uh, no roms here. I'm sorry. Zach Zach is uh, Zach likes to obey the letter of the law. Zach what is was, Zach is lawful what was good. Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine though, because I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. It was basic Puyo Puyo Tetris, but with a Sonic skin over it. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. And I, also, yeah, so one like, of, one of the boss fights in Sonic Mania is actually is actually that game against Dr. Robotnik. It's it's so fucking cool that they decided to include that. Yes. That was really awesome. Yeah, I love that. I love that little you know, Brandon, and let me ask you this. So like I love Puyo Puyo Tetris, right? Like I have it on Switch. Um and I played about 40, 50 hours. Yeah, I've been playing it on Steam. Um it's on, it's on everything right now. I, I know there's a puzzle fighter on iOS, oh, which yeah. is that's not good enough for me. This really made me want a brand new console puzzle fighter. Yeah, a puzzle fighter is that what the f- yeah, I don't know what that is. What is, is that? Doing... That is the timer tonight. <laughs> oh, <it's a> <laughs> I was like, what the I want fuck this podcast. <laughs> do not repeat. Do not go over time for the love of all that is good. Was, oh that, my God. was that goofy? That was actually, yeah. I, I was really confused for a minute. That was fantastic. I'm glad you didn't. So, like, yeah, that's something you need to keep doing, Jay. Just, like, switch the timers up every time and don't tell us what they I, are. I didn't even fucking talk about the game. <laughs> I think I said the words Puyo Puyo Tetris a couple times and that was about it. <laughs> Maybe next time, Brandon. My feet, my, my phone started playing another song, like, out of the blue. Okay, so, uh... uh that Jay. time limit thing is retarded. Jay, you want to go next? Oh yeah, I can go next. Go ahead. Um, let me let me start. Um, yeah, cool. Um, I've been playing Assassin's oh, Creed I'm sorry, Origins. Your time's up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? How about this? Um, after, play- after Jay goes, we're gonna give Brandon. Uh, we're gonna give Brandon a minute or two to talk about the game. Okay, cool. Um, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, I feel like everyone on this podcast has played it at one point or another. Um, Ubisoft, please sponsor us soon. Oh, Marcel, um, please, please, Marcel. Hook yeah, I, I, I feel like all of us play Ubisoft games at this point, and like, I don't know if that's a good thing. Or, this is, you know, it's this a, is it's a good thing. Ubisoft podcast. I mean, I mean, Sa- Saks bought Ra- 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 Rainbow Six for like three consoles at this point. Every I mean, platform like, it's allowed on. Uh, yeah, um, Assassin's Creed Origins is fun though. Um, this is the first one I've played since the second one. Though I wish it was called like Creed Origins instead, because there's not really a lot of assassin in the game. Like you can sneak around, but it's more of like a Witcher 3 light kind of game than anything else. Um it's a fun game though. I like it. Um the aesthetic for it is really cool. I like the whole Egypt setting and yeah, I like all the side quests because side quests are fun. Have they changed up the combat mechanics any, or is it still like basically some sort of Batman combat? Actually, um, it, it's almost Dark Soulsy, isn't it, Jay? Yeah, it's kind, yeah. It's, it's kind of Dark Soulsies. Um, it gets easy if you're over leveled, though. Like I'm over leveled right yeah, now. Yeah, so. that's any Ubisoft game. It's really yeah. Easy so like, it's so like I'm just like I'm how I'm like I'm just going through enemies right now. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Wipeout Omega Collection because I'm a huge Wipeout fan. Good choice. Um, yeah, I bought. I got. I converted it to the digital copy since it was on sale this week. Or, so or the past hard. weekend. They're so hard. Yeah, I mean, once you get good at it, it's not hard. Though, though, I I will admit that um, is I think it's Wipeout twenty forty nine. That's the Fita one. I think that's the hardest out of the three games yeah, in that collection. Agree with that. Yep. 
Yeah, because like I like I got stuck on I got stuck on that one. I went to over to like Fury or HD or whatever, and it was so much easier. Um, and I guess the last game I want to talk about is I bought this game on my phone today called Florent. If you don't know what Florence is, it's a um, indie game about love. It's a love story. It came out. It came out on the Android last week, I think. And I finally bought it today. I played it during my lunch break, and I cried. It's really good. Yeah, it's really good. It does more of less. There's really no dialogue in the game. No like voice acting. It's like all visual, and there's minimal like gameplay aspects to the game, but like. Yeah, it's really good. It's only three dollars, so I highly recommend that. Yeah, you're, awesome. not the, you're not the first person I've heard mention the game. Actually, I've seen it. People talk about it all over Twitter. Yeah, and it's published by that one publisher that um, I think they I published. Think yeah, they published um, Eden Finch, I think. Oh, uh, Annapurna, right? Yeah, yeah Annapurna. Yeah, yeah it's published by them. So, like, go buy it. It's three dollars on your phone. It'll take you like thirty minutes to play it. And my time's up. Um, I'm not going to play the video again, so I'm going to do a. That's pretty good. Wow, that's actually that's actually really that's that's yeah. actually really good. Like, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to do, I'm gonna do that. Person, yeah, so it wasn't that. as awkward as hearing this random ass sound. Effect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brand- all right. So I want to give Brandon another chance to actually talk about Puyo Puyo Tetris. So Brandon, go ahead, dude. Yeah, like I don't. Even, I mean, they're, they're, it's it's like fully featured as far as like they, they have a lot of different modes that kind of the way they combine the two games. So, but I've only given like really the one like the battle mode a chance. I've been playing against AI, and like I said, like every thirty to forty five seconds, it'll it'll swap the board. So you'll go from playing Poyo Poyo to go and play, and it'll resume back to where you were. It'll like pause the one board and put the other one up, and you just keep and you know it's a, it's a battle mode. So you just, you're sent you're doing combos. And sending garbage blocks over to the other side, and then obviously, it's the first person to lose either one. So like, if someone loses Tetris, then they lose that round. If someone loses Puyo Puyo, you know. So you're you're balancing two different games at the same time, uh, and so like, there, there's like a little, and it, you know, it goes fast enough that like, you're never getting comfortable in one game. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's like 30 set. You're playing Tetris for 30 seconds, and you play Puyo Puyo, and uh, it just it just it reminded me a lot of. I used to play a lot of Tetris Attack uh, battle mode back in when I was a kid, and with, with you know the sending the garbage blocks over to your opponent. That's pretty common, I guess, in puzzle game battle yeah. modes. But... And it makes me really want a new Luminous. Ooh, really good! Oh, I love because Luminous, Luminous yeah. is the best puzzle game ever made. It's up there, dude. I would agree with you. I had uh, I had Luminous on my Vita um, before I fucking broke my Vita. The and, Lumin- uh, Luminous on the Vita had like the best soundtrack. It did. did. It That's really... the one I played the least of. I played the most of one. I played a lot of two, and I didn't play much of the Vita one. Uh, this is going to sound really bad, but I've never heard somebody say Luminous uh, out loud before, so I've always read it as Luminous. Is it Lumens? See, I didn't know how to pronounce it either. No, it's Luminous. Yeah, it's Luminous. I think it is Luminous. I haven't heard somebody say it out loud in 10 years. I used to think it was Lumines. I well, it hasn't been relevant in ten years. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, I, I'll tell you what, though, Brandon. Real quick, before before we move on, that would be a perfect little. That would be a perfect game to have on the Switch. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would. I mean, Luminous love... on the Switch would be so it was, good. It made the PSP launch. I remember. Yeah, it did absolutely yeah. by 
far the best launch game. And yeah. I, I mean, I, I you can, you could also say that about ninety percent of games, they're, they're, they're fan, they would be fantastic on the Switch. But... That, that was when Luminous came out. It came out right next to Meteos too on DS, and those mm, were just like mm-hmm. two amazing puzzle games that came out like right at the same time. All right. Well, why don't we move on to? Uh... Oh fuck it. Let's do Zach. Yeah. Um, so I've been playing Siege, uh, as usual, and then, uh, Bloodborne, oh, man. uh, getting back into it, John and, and Sam have been carrying me, um. I wouldn't say which carrying is, you. I wouldn't say carrying either, you're actually letting me, you know, you let me experiment, you let me die a lot, which is- Are, are you the Robin to his Batman? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um. There have been a few times, no, Zach, not to bump in, Zach, but there have been a couple times I've been like, Zach, stay here, I'm gonna run in and take care of this. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really, yeah, it really has been like that. But, I mean, it's been nice to revisit. Uh, I played it maybe two years ago, uh, and, and so it's been nice to kind of get back in, and, uh, for people who don't know, it's, it's free on PlayStation Plus right now, and so, uh, the community is really alive, and so John Super and I, uh, were, were taking care of some invasions together, and, like, that was pretty fun. Oh, we were ganking people, um, it was great. Yes, it was very good. But, uh, of course, the other night, uh, Sam joined us and we played for a while, too. We took down a couple bosses. Um, but then also, um, just because it's been so damn popular, uh, I've been trying to play Fortnite. Um, it still hasn't really clicked with me the way PUBG did um, initially. But because it's so popular, I, I just keep playing it to try to catch the mania. I mean, I, I yes. certainly prefer the, the military simulator aesthetic of 100%, PUBG. yeah. Yeah, that's because of me. Because I'm sitting on my couch, like the the way uh, Fortnite controls with a you know with a gamepad is just night and day over PUBG. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I mean gameplay. What's that? Much more accessible. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean Drake even plays it. So yeah, <laughs> I, I saw that. I watched God's like, Plan. Six hundred K viewers. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for me. Nin that ninja dude. I, well, he has like what three hundred and what? How many? He has. Like three hundred thousand subs or some insane shit number. Like yeah, I was yeah. Warrior like posted a gif of like all the people that were like subscribed to him last night, and it was like insane. It was just like I mean, and that's the crazy thing. Like you thought like what three dollars per sub every month. You thought you thought that stream is gonna do if you don't mind, John. No, please, please. Uh, And uh, Adam Boys, formerly of PlayStation, put it perfectly. Um. Everyone is now going to scramble. The they're going to assume that the magic uh, combination is celebrity plus streamer. It's no longer just get a streamer. Now you need to pair them up. Yep. You're going to start right, seeing yeah. a lot more celebrity. Actually, Fortnite's up in their own game, and they announced at E3 there's going to be a uh, battle royale with 50 celebrities and 50 pro streamers. Yeah, I I, this is like the, it's like the early 2000s all over again. I, mean, I, don't, they, know, I don't know how I feel about this to be party bus? Honest, guys. What? I don't know how I Are feel they actually going to shoot out of a party bus? I have no idea. All I know is that start. you're going to start seeing a lot of uh, multiplayer-focused games start having celebrity and streamer uh, partnerings. Well, I mean, that's kind of already happened, right? Like, I don't hey, know if you I guys ever watched... Over here. I don't know if you guys ever watched Conan O'Brien's Clueless Gamer stuff. And he used to be real, and this is my fear, right? Like he used to, it used to be hilarious when he was doing it with Aaron Blair. Like it was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, but then he started bringing celebrities on there, and it just got stale and stupid because these celebrities have no idea what they're doing. Conan has no idea what he was doing, and I just, I don't know. I didn't think it was all that good. But well, this near, um, this near ending, um, well, ending this is eighteen. It's going great right now. <laughs> 
Yeah, John, you're botting very hard, but you can't do anything about it because it's in the stream. Yeah. Um, this podcast is Route G. Podcast is so good. Yeah, um, pretty much. But yeah, no, it's crazy to see this. And like, we've we've seen people like EA try this before, right? Like EA did this with Battlefield One. Like, didn't they have Snoop Dogg playing it uh, at E3 a couple years? Yeah, ago? they had yeah. they had Snoop Dogg, Zac Efron, and that's uh, the one where he was he was playing with a joint hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. Point, yeah. It's different than yeah. having these uh like canned celebrity yeah, cameos at press events. It is yeah. a little different because yeah, now right. they're going to actually make part of their PR and marketing plan. It used to be reaching out to influencers to play your game. And that was the most important thing. Like, hey, we got PewDiePie. He's going to play our game. Or insert streamer here. Now it's going to be, we need this streamer. And to entice them, we're going to pair them up with this celebrity. It's it's yeah, going to be, uh, gonna be it's not going to be that. like, hey, look at this pan shot of Snoop Dogg playing at E3. It's going to be, they're actually playing together on Twitch. I, for one, can't wait for Lil Dicky to play genital, genital Justin. Oh, first of all, I love Lil Dicky. I don't, but oh, like, man. just 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 the names like went well together. Mm. True. Yeah. So who wants who, who 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 wants to go next? Let's do. Uh, am I still botting? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. All right. I'll see if I can fix it. Uh, why don't we do uh, Finn next? Okay. Cool. My, I mean, I, I can I can go real quick. I've only been playing Assassin's Creed Origins because I came into it late. I finally decided to play it. Great game. It's been sitting in my backlog for a while. Great. I, uh, I just finished the game proper. Like the story mode is now complete. I'm making my way through all of the question marks and completing the map 100%. And then I will have my platinum in my very my very first Assassin's Creed platinum. First, first of all, good Isn't luck this with the that. The easiest one to plat of all of them, though. Is it? I have no idea. I think it is because they don't require like a hundred percent synchronization. Well, or even if I needed it, I would have had it. But <laughs> I am very excited. I have just been cracking out on it, and I think it's my favorite cast of characters in an Assassin's Creed game. Bayek and Aya are easily my favorite uh, protags in the series. Real quick, guys, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I still botting? That's all. Hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. Well, is that Zero a hot daddy? I don't think so. No, but Bayek is. It's like... Uh, <laughs> am I still buying guys? Right? Ba- Bayek, I think. No, it's no, but he's making Bayek. a joke. Bay- Bay- is it Bay- oh okay. Uh, now nobody can hear me. Anyway, that's all I've been playing. I uh, I just finished it last night. I have one more region to, to sweep, and then I'm done. The whole everything but the DLC. Nice. So I'm uh, very excited. Yeah, I've I've been taking that game slowly. Like I can't play every day because you know it gets like too repetitive after a while. But like it's nice to like sit down and play for a couple hours, like every other couple. I don't of days. know what it is about me with open world games, but I never feel that repetitiveness when I'm clearing out the map icons. Yeah, no, it's it's just a really relaxing game. I guess I don't want it to end. Does everybody here in the anyway, podcast hear me? All I need. John's mic's working. He seems to be struggling. John, no, everybody else can hear me. Can can we hear you, bud? Why don't we pass it over to Sam? Because I'm done. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, okay. Sam, what have you been playing this week? Oh, geez. Okay, so like Zach and John had been saying, I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne. I mean, I was going to be playing it anyways with the Return to Yarnum community event that's going on, but they gave me a mm-hmm. great excuse. Uh, geez, I can't talk about that game too much. It's a fantastic game. Best game on the PS4 in, in terms of PS4 exclusives, in my opinion. It's just uh, phenomenal. Uh, Wait, are we talking about Horizon? No, no, we're talking about Bloodborne. 
We're talking about the best one. Ratchet and Clank. And the, Ratchet and Clank? No, we're talking about the best one. Gotcha. Anyways, so it's been fantastic returning to that From Software game, which is going to be interesting leading into one of our topics later. I've also been getting back into Halo Wars 2, which I recently picked up one of the story expansions, and 343 has done a really good job with Creative Assembly of supporting that game. They added it to Game Pass, they've added a ton of new leaders, new story missions. It's really, really good, especially because there's just a drought of quality RTS games on console, so if you're into that sort of thing, I highly recommend you try it out, even if you Else. Oh, I've also been replaying Quantum Break for a piece that's going to be coming up for the Quantum Break second anniversary We're on April 5th. Yeah, we yes. Can. yes, there, there we go. go. Awesome. Just in time, right. John. Because I just that finished. game's been out for two years now. Somehow, yeah. April wow. 5th will be its second anniversary, so I'm writing something to commemorate that. Great game, by the way. It is ridiculously underrated. Yes. Me. Okay, and uh, uh, I think it's uh, who's who's turn is it now, Jay? Or no, uh, no Jay's already gone. It's my turn. Okay, hey. It is right. your turn. It's your turn, um, So, okay, let's go. So I have actually, I've been playing a few things. Um, I have, uh, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. I'm on my second playthrough of Breath of the Wild uh, because I fucking love that game. I've also started a new playthrough of uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle because that is a fucking superior Mario game. It is the third best Mario game ever made and fuck the haters. I don't care what you think. Just, a, just an incredible game. Jay, shut your mouth. Um. Oh God! What else? Six plus number forty-three on the list. Fuck you. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to dignify that with a response. I will. Um, I have also been playing uh, a lot of Splatoon because I love missing. It's been Finn. I'm talking. I'm talking Finn. It has also been. uh, I. I. I, It's been a Switch week for me because I love my Switch. It's my favorite console this generation. So I've been playing. I got all the moons in Super Mario Odyssey as of last night. Finally, I got them all. Um. It took fucking forever because there's so many games coming up that I want to play but that's like a combined 60 hours in uh, in uh, in Super Mario Odyssey and I will do a second playthrough of that and a funny story to end it um, my son he's 9 years old he'll be 10 in April he's got a Switch and he lives with his mom and he got in trouble for lying on Sunday so it's like okay your Switch is gone for a week right it's gone so his mom takes it away right what he doesn't realize is that I can see him when he's online right so <laughs> So, like, Monday, Monday night, he lost it on Sunday. So, like, Monday night at 9.30, I was playing Super Mario Odyssey, and then all of a sudden I see Jaden. His name is Jaden. Jaden playing uh, Minecraft Story Mode. And I was like, really? Like, huh. So, he had apparently he'd snuck into the closet, grabbed his Switch, and kept quietly went off to bed and was playing it, I guess, under his blankets or something. Um, but, uh, so I called his mom and I was like, yeah, Jaden is, Jaden is on a switch. And so she burst in there, you know, he, she's like, ah, and he's like, oh, I don't know. And, uh, and, 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 that is next level snitching. Yeah. He's like, oh my God. And I was like, I was like, bud, I, I know when you're online. Okay. Like that's how this works. Okay. And so like now he knows that he can't hide from dad. So so he's terrified, right? He's he's like, Daddy, can we do we have to be friends on on Nintendo? I'm like, yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, uh, is so is that there a way in offline mode? Is there a way? Yeah, is there offline mode? On there, Switch? there is, there is, but he doesn't. He can never find it. Okay. Yeah, he's not going to know how to do it. So uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, that was my yeah, that was my that was my that, that was actually the best gaming related thing that happened to me this week. Just because that's pretty that's that's a pretty badass moment actually it was pretty good it 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 was one of the most dad moments i've had in a long time 
you know, because I don't like yelling at my son, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, you little shit, you know, like, I see you playing your Switch. Son of a bitch. Either, son. You're I in trouble. I didn't really call it a little shit, but, you know, hey. I'm a, I, I hope you did not. <laughs> I might have thought it. I might have thought it. Um, as a, as a <laughs> Super Deformed Games cast. <laughs> Don't ever wow. do that again. It's so Please. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Don't ever I, do I that again. I want him to do it again, but I want his video to be on. I need to see his face. Yeah, like that needs to be the consolation prize. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, we'll go ahead and jump into our first topic for the night. Uh, so I am sure that everybody has been aware of the. Um, the you know and we talked a little bit about this last week uh, about the meeting between uh, you know Donald Trump and you know members of the video game industry um, and then so the White House puts out this and I'm talking like the official White House YouTube account which I didn't realize that was even a thing they put out this video and it just says violent games footage right that's like that's all it is violent games footage and then with no context or voiceover or background music or anything it just launches into several minutes of violent clips from video games. And everything you would imagine was there. There was video from, like, you know, Sniper 4 or, you know, Sniper Elite. And there's, like, you know, Bulletstorm and Mortal Kombat. And there was Wolfenstein and uh, just all kinds of and, uh, uh, Fallout. Somebody getting his head blown out in the VATS mode and Fallout. And, of course, no Russian was there from Call of Duty. But, the bat, like, what, what's what – and honestly, what struck me about it was I was like, we're talking about – these games are bad. Two of them involve killing Nazis, which are the most vile villains <laughs> in human history. So Sniper Elite and Wolfenstein. Good job, dude. Yeah. Um, but but what? So an organization called Games for Change, and I've actually got I've got an article uh, right here. Uh, Media actually says it's still up on their YouTube account. It's it's unlisted, but it's still there. But Games for Change, uh, and I'll, I'll quote some of the article here. They released a video under the hashtag Not All Games. Um, and they said, uh, when the Trump administration dragged video games in front of members of Congress and the games industry, we didn't expect anything more than what it was. A transparent attempt at scapegoating and skirting the real issues this country faces. It's nothing new for games, which have been dealing with the anti-video game crowd for decades. But maybe this could be the industry's chance at self-reflection anyway. And then, um, and then they, they go on to say that Games for Change, which is a non-profit focused on empowering creators to make positive change with games and technology released its own short reel to showcase what it described as a different view of games, right? And it's that, that that I want to talk about tonight because I I understand what they're trying to do and I sympathize with it, but I think there are several glaring problems here. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if you look at the video, uh, and I highly recommend you do, um, it has everything from, you know, Link riding a horse to Journey. I think Journey was in there, Ori in the Blind Forest. I remember seeing Ori in the Blind Forest in there. Uh, an Ellie petting a giraffe in The Last of Us, which if you're including if you're including the Last of Us, the Last of Us in a montage of calm, peaceful video games, like I, yeah. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, they found the thirty calm seconds of footage yeah. in that entire game. It's, yeah, that's why was, that moment was so unique and special. <laughs> there was uh yeah right but like anyway. there was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was in there and you know uh, you know Aloy was watching a herd of machines in the in the sunlight. I had a lot of problems with this, um, and <clears throat> I, I you know. I want to I want to start by just making it a group discussion, right? Like like this is anybody jump in? Do, does first of all, does anybody feel differently than I do? Does everybody does anybody think that the hashtag not all games video is a good idea? Because that you know that's allowed. I'm, nobody's going to criticize you for that. Does anybody think this is well, good? Well, what do you mean? Okay, so like the context is obviously not not good, but I, I like the idea. Like everything around the concept of like 
showing the. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like it, it almost unintentionally it's a good counter because it shows like just how easily you can rob something of its context to make a point to an extent i mean the intention was altruistic there's no denying that it's just i I don't really think it's necessary like is there actually people that think all video games are like mortal kombat like yes like everyone knows kong and tetris and like normal you know these like video games that are just games they're not you know they're not murder simulator you're not fucking shooting anyone's head off like everyone is aware of those games so like who who are they trying to convince that not every video game is violent so here's the thing right like my my problems with this are 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 exist on, on on different levels right so if you look like let's say you're a parent for example and this is just one example and anybody jump in and feel free to interrupt me with another one if you're a parent and you're watching this Right. Let's say you see Ellie petting a giraffe, and, you know, and and that's all it is. It's just Ellie petting a giraffe, right? You think to yourself, "Oh, well, that that that's nice." You know, it's like some kind of zoo simulator, or or it's this young girl petting a giraffe. You know, it seems calm. It seems, and then you go, you actually pick up the game for your child, and ninety nine percent of the game is Joel sneaking around bushes and buildings, brutally fucking murdering people because that's what he's doing. Um, I mean, you're talking about a game where the level of detail in, in the deaths of, of your enemies is so great that, like, when you're choking them, if you if you turn the camera on, they're, they're slapping against Joel's arm, their eyes are rolling back in their head, they're, they're gurgling, they're gagging. Um, this is, this is a, ver- I mean, what this, and, and Horizon Zero Dawn is, is, is a, can be a violent game in itself. You know, like, you're fighting, not only are you fighting dinosaur robots you're fighting human beings and there's nothing wrong with any of this like this is it's a medium and it's each one of these are designed to tell a story um and i said something about this on twitter the other day um i don't you guys tell me you guys tell me what you think about this but i don't think the focus should be whether or not games are violent like i don't we don't need excuses and we don't need video reels telling us that not all that not all games are violent we know this you know we we know not all games are violent well i think the discussion we need to have is why the games are violent it, because because for not for all games but for most of the games especially shown in that trailer there's a story behind the violence uh, there's a reason for it yeah the, the, yeah. the, the violence the violence exists as a prop to tell the story mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and, yeah. and even the games where violence isn't the point like ori and the blind forest that is a beautiful game it's one of the most beautiful in certain areas, calming, tranquil games this gen, it's still a game that deals with heartbreak yep. and growing up and the maturing, you know, from a child into something more. And it deals with very strong themes that I feel, however good the intentions were, that kind of video cuts down on those themes. Yeah. Can, can I make a quick hot take? Yeah, no, please, please make it hot. I, make it I, think, I think that if... If people want to make uh, comments about video games and violence, I think a better commentary than the video the White House put together, and this is a hot take, it's going to upset some people, Mm. would be to just take the entirety of the PSX Last of Us 2 trailer. It's the full trailer, and there's zero context, and it's brutally violent. Because, I mean, like, that's that's what everybody thinks video games are, is is that trailer. Um, I I was just about to say that you, I, I saw you mention that in chat. Yeah, I mean, I think that is so much more inflammatory. Like, I mean, even though Russian, of course, if I were 
I don't think games. it's fair to say that everyone thinks video games are like the Last of Us Two trailer. And you have like Minecraft is the most popular game and one of the most popular. Oh, games. no, 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 one hundred percent. All I mean is that like the White House's point would have been harder to refute if all they did was show a trailer. Right. So like, right. Super, like, like it wasn't a hard cut. Like if they just showed. Okay. It. Yeah. Now, now I understand. What you mean. Yeah. Like I think I'm a better sorry. way to yeah. say it would be like not everybody thinks that all games are violent. I think there are there are definitely people. And you've seen them on the news recently who think that, that games have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And, and, and there's no conversation to be had about it. Um, I, think that's a, I think that's a more accurate well, way of putting it. there are certainly a lot of people that think they're just a pure waste of time. Exactly. Regardless of content. Yeah. But, well, and, you know, Zach, I, like, I, I, don't think it, I don't think it's reasonable to think that all video games are violent. Like, unless hmm. you're like 100% pure ignorant. But like, who has never heard of, you know, nonviolent video games? Of like, course. Of course. Video games can be many different things. So it's... I mean, Kirby, you eat people, eat like monsters alive. I mean, that could be that could be considered violent, right? Because it's like it's I mean, like I mean, in, in, in Mario, you're in Mario, you're 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 taking over people's monsters. Yeah, it, it, it just seems like in like probably nine percent of the games that are like are developed, there's some form of violence. It's cartoon violence, or it's realistic violence, or it's just simply Mario jumping on top of a creature and it's squished. It's still considered violence. Well, you know, like, but, but again, like, I, I think that I think that the violence in these games, even even if it can be repellent, like, like that's the power of the medium, right? Yeah. Like, 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 like the power of these games to make us react in that manner, which is why I thought the Last of Us Two trailer that Zach was referencing was so powerful. What was it disturbing? Yeah, it was. Was it uncomfortable to watch? Yeah, it absolutely fucking was. But I also thought that it was in, it was I, it, you know. I thought that it was it was probably an incredibly real, accurate depiction of what a truly lawless society with no consequences for your actions would look like. Um, so, so in that regard, I I think it was probably a success. I mean, I mean, did the trailer go places that game trailers usually don't go? Yeah, but at at, at the same time, I feel like you know, I, I feel like those are boundaries that were bound to be pushed at some point. Um, and you know, not that we would become desensitized to it, but, but I, I feel like once we, once we accept that, that we can see the same kind of experimental imagery in games that we do in movies, like I think mother is a good example by Darren Aronofsky, right? Like, like mother was an extremely divisive film. I saw it. I didn't care for it, but, but I, I understand what the movie was trying to do. You know, and and I don't think it's long before we see a game try something similar. And I think The Last of Us Two is inching us closer and closer to that. Um, but again, like, but I, I agree with I, again. I think the White House video could have just been that trailer. Isn't that why the postal games, when they originally came out, were like so like criticized? Is because there really was no point behind the violence. So it was yep. just a violent game. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, so I, I I think that you know. Games for Change, I understand what they're doing. I sympathize with, with what they're doing because, I mean, let's face it, it, it does feel like this hobby, this medium that we all enjoy, whenever this happens, it it, 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 it comes under attack, right? We're taking slings and arrows from, from all sides. Um, everybody here knows, I mean, you know, the studies have shown and proven that there's no causal link between violence in the real world and violence in games. That is something that is not up for debate. Um... And, you know, somebody asked me, I, so, well, I was having this conversation with somebody at work who does not play games. And I, I'm glad I remember this. Um, and they said, well, John, you're sitting here saying that, you know, violence in games doesn't cause violence in the real world. But I have heard you say, tell, your, tell me, 
or, or within earshot of me say that you would not let your son play something like Call of Duty or play something like you know, play you know play something like Wolfenstein or play and I said well hold on you're right but it's not because I believe that the violence in the game would warp his mind I don't think that for one minute even at 9 I am confident that my son can tell the difference between the digital world and the real world right I don't I, want him playing that because he's not and I don't want kids playing that not because they can't handle it or not because they'll try to mimic it but because they're not mature enough to understand why you are carrying that action out Exactly. They can't yeah, like, understand I never, the weight or the gravity of the actions in a mission like uh, No Russian, for example. They're, they don't get why that's so harrowing. Exactly. I, exactly. I remember playing Vice City when I was like eight or nine, and to me, you know, it's just like, oh, this is a game where you just kill people and do all this bad stuff. But like, as I got older, I kind of realized like the GTA games were supposed, were like sad, like supposed to be like a satire, satire like version of America. Yeah. And like you know, with the violence in this game, it's, it's like mocking America. But like as a nine-year-old, I didn't realize that. You know, as a nine-year-old, like I think, oh, I just need to kill all these people. Well, I, I mean, the first, because my introduction to GTA was like the very first one, and there wasn't much context or even really much parody. In yeah. First. So I like the parody was something that came out more of GTA to the satire. GTA 2 got into that a little bit, and then it was when GTA 3 came out that's like, okay, they, they're leaning as hard as they can into this American set. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, Mitty actually makes a really good point in chat. She says, I think greater community, or, or I think community interaction, especially toxic ones, will have a greater effect on kids to a far greater degree than just playing violent video games. I agree. Kids, kids and people in general are more likely to mimic the actions and words of another person than they are anything carried out in video games, right? Like, I, I, I don't think anybody with a rational thought in their head Yeah, most people, and most people play their games online nowadays, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and, and, like, you know, stream, you know streaming's popular. Like, I know more kids, I know more kids that probably watch streams than actually play games themselves. Yeah, either, either they're watching YouTube VODs or they're watching Twitch. Yeah, so, I mean, like, well, you know, it, like, they're paying they're picking up on the actions of like those like you know those content creators those like you know like they're basically like you know like like they're acts for them but you know like they don't really know if it's an act or not so like they're trying to replicate or they're, they're you know like it's like a role model to them well you right. know like yeah what, yeah, what... fucking I, i'm just looking right now ninja has a hundred and seven thousand viewers right now like just playing fortnite normally Without yeah. Drake or anyone, just yeah. Well, and, just... and the thing with Ninja, Ninja is a hard person to to be critical of because he is not uh, like people uh, like Doctor Disrespect or um, yeah, he's just being himself. Being like, he's yeah, he's he's actually a good, positive person, and so like I, <laughs> I don't have any problems with that. But like I would much rather, and I, I said this in the chat, I would much rather have a kid play Fortnite and, and even with all the implications, all the violence in Fortnite. Than, than listen to a half hour of, of PewDiePie. I just think yep. that's so toxic for kids. I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I, you know, I, I really want to get an example of what I mean when I say, you know, there's, there, there's a difference. Because I think this is important. You know, people, you know, kids especially, I don't think need to be playing these games until they can understand the the meaning behind something or the meaning of that action. Or and I I really really want to tell you guys what I mean. I think the the example I want to use and the example I used on Twitter was again uh, the Last of Us. There was a moment near the beginning of the Last of Us 
um, when, you know, you're Joel and you're sneaking out, you're in a warehouse and you're looking for a guy named Robert and you're sneaking, you know, you're sneaking up, you're outside this window and you see some thugs inside, you know, you know, some bandits or, you know, whatever you want to call them. And they're standing around talking, but instead of saying like, you know, oh, we're going to kill, you know, you know, hey, you know, we, we, we found a bunch of survivors, you know, we killed all the bitches, you know, we made the men our slaves, you know, you know, we took all their shit, you know, yeah, it's great, you know, yeah, if, you know. What they're talking about is, you know, hey, I haven't heard from my cousin in a really long time. And, you know, she's just a little girl and I'm really worried about her. I hope she's okay. And it caused like a moment of fucking moral panic for me. You know, I was like, fuck. I was like, these, you know, fuck, this guy's just worried. You know, he's not he's not talking about going to raid a village and, you know, enslave the women and, and kill all the kids and take all the loot. Like he's, this is a guy who's worried about his his, his little cousin. Like shit. And then... But the only way to progress is to go up and and kill him. Like, I, and I killed him. Joel killed him, and that moment stuck with me almost the entire game. You know, and w- do I believe that my son or any other kid his age? Do I believe that that would turn him into a psychotic mass murderer? No, I don't. Um, but he's not old enough to understand the meaning behind that, or why it, or, or or like Sam said, he's not he's not old enough to understand the weight of that action. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because I, what the last of what a game like the Last of Us represents to me is what you have to do to stay alive, and that and and I and I know Brandon can relate to this as well. That is something that I can tell you right now. I have I have had to do, and it it is it is a heavy decision. And and when I see this portrayed in games, it is always incredibly moving and and weighty to me. And and the mind of a child just can't is not mature enough in my mind until a certain age to, to grasp that you guys, I, 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 I don't know. Do you guys agree or? Yeah. I follow. I follow. Okay. As a general rule. I mean, some kids are going to be more mature earlier than others, but at the end of the day that it takes them a while to get to that point, you know, which is that just comes into parents needing to guard their children to be parents for them. Well, and you know, like, you like, I have no, Zach, go ahead. Zach, go ahead. Oh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say anything. I, I totally, and, and the only thing that just stuck with my head is like, like exactly what Sam's saying. Parents have this role, and so does the ESRB or the MPAA for films. I mean, like, and, and it's it's not the pot, like, you know, it's not our fault. But like, the fact that we're having this conversation is is silly, right? It's just. Oh, and and here's here's the part that sucks. We're going to have it again, sure. at some point in the future. It's course, a conversation. Sure. It's, it's going to happen I mean, again and again and again. I mean, the thing is, like, John, you're a parent, and you also play video games. But like, most parents that buy video games for their kids probably don't play games. So, like, I mean, maybe dude, the it, parents should do more research, you know? As you can see behind me, I'm the fucking cool dad. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 to- I totally know that you're drinking Japanese whiskey because you're, you know, promoting Yakuza 6, which is in stores next month, by the way. Go buy it. But, but, like, the thing is, like, you go in the stores and you see these kids, like, begging for, like, the newest Call of Duty. And they're probably, like, 8, 9, 10 years old. And the parents are like, oh, okay, I'll just buy it for you. And then, like, this happens, and then, like, the parents are like, oh, it's all the violence in the video games. And it's like, well, you bought the game for your kids. Like, why didn't you research this beforehand? That is why it's parents like, should play video games, so you can make informed decisions on what you're yeah, like, playing. Like, like it's, like, it's kind of like, you know, like, parents are using video games as a babysitting tool, but, like, they're not playing any research or effort into these babysitting tools. Mm-hmm. That's a, and then that's once, and then once something like it. this happens, and then once something like this happens, they're like, oh... Well, like, it's video games' fault. Like, like it's like video games are the reason why my kids are violent, or why they're bullies in school, or why they're getting in trouble. It's like, it's like well, you could prevent this. 
anyone that's worked at a uh, video game store or GameStop or anything knows that you can tell a parent all day that this is rated M for these reasons. They're not going to care. They don't care. They'll buy it anyway. Yeah, the, they and the parents don't care. Yeah. They, 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 I've heard the full gamut of reasons, but at the end of the day, these ratings are there for a reason. But if parents willfully ignore it, those are the same parents that'll turn around and complain that the games yep. are too violent. Yeah, like yep. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and 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 like, and again, like violence is relative, right? Like like I have no problem with my son playing Fortnite because it's cartoony violence. There's no blood, you know. Yeah, there's assault rifles and stuff, but it's it looks like you're playing like a World of Warcraft with guns. Like that's the art style, right? Like whereas I would have a bigger problem with him playing Call of Duty because it is a far more it's a military style sim and I just you know I I, I again I don't think it would warp him I just don't think he's ready for that. Yeah, um, I don't think I was actually allowed to buy an M-rated game until I was fourteen, so I had to wait a while. And that was because I bought my own Xbox 360 with my own money, so my parents thought I was responsible enough to play GTA Four. Yeah. Oh. That was probably, you probably felt so good about that too. I did, yeah, <laughs> but like I don't know, just yeah, I don't know. Like I was always jealous of kids who play M-rated games, you know, like early. But like, maybe, maybe, maybe I should be thankful now that I, I don't know. Yeah. So I think, I think at the end of the day, we can all agree that that not all games, while the intentions were noble and um, and we sympathize and understand with what they're doing, um, there is a there there are better arguments to be made there for the um, for because and, and I guess we'll close on this right. Like if you're saying if you're I guess the very name itself. Not all games, to me, implies that there are a problem with the violent games. And I don't think there are. No, exactly. there, there isn't. So. Can I put one more comment on this? No, please. I just, at the end of the day, and this goes as a general rule of everything, not just this topic, but it particularly applies here. Don't fight misleading information with misleading information. Yes. Fight it with facts. Fight it with truth. Fight it with just showing things for what they are and why they are the way they are. And this attitude that is facing games right now will cower away from it because it doesn't want to deal with logic or facts. Regardless of what you think about certain issues, at the end of the day, it wants a scapegoat. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm telling you right now, my my PAX panel with Dave Grossman next year is going to be lit. It's going to be amazing (laughs) if he shows up. Um, Okay, so uh, we will will go ahead and move on. Um, I think our next topic of discussion tonight was going to be Microsoft. Um, Yeah. And, uh, so, so, so here's the thing, right? Like I was, I was kind of trapped in my office all day working and I, I don't know. So, so there were, there was some news that hit and I, I'm not smart on it. So Zach and Jay, if you guys, and, and, or Zach, Jay and, and, and Sam, actually you are Xbox guys. So if you guys could kind of spearhead this and lead it. Yeah. Zach probably knows more, more about this than I do. So if you want to lead it. Sure. So yeah, uh, this year, Microsoft will still have a presence at E3, uh, like usual, uh, which is the floor space, and then they're still going to have their presentation with press and, and fans. Um, but they're also going to have a huge presence at, I think it's called the Microsoft Theater. It's it's a uh, basically yeah, a venue. It's their theater. Yeah, it's their theater. Uh, it's it's technically off-site, um, but it's huge. Um, and so that's kind of where I think they're going to have a lot of their uh, uh, demos for people to play. Um, another big thing that they talked about was uh, a big mixer presence. Um we don't have a lot of information right now about why they have such a big mixer presence, so maybe we'll see some of that at E3 about why uh, they're making a big push for it. Um, but one of the things that I found so interesting about this was this, uh, just like um, EA and, and kind of developer digital to a lesser extent, 
um, our publishers stepping away from E3 as being the big show and just kind of having their own thing off to the side where they can kind of control the environment. I, I think it's interesting to see E3 and what is considered E3 uh, kind of kind of work over the next or the last couple of years. Yeah, it, 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 to build on that, it's very interesting to see. We're, we're seeing publishers very, very slowly but very, very steadily pulling out of E3, building their own brand, building their own thing, for lack of a better word. I mean, the Microsoft Theater is right there. You can throw a stone and hit it from the E3 building, so yeah. it's not like it's going to be difficult to get to. That's where they're going to have a lot of stuff. And this is just a small little funny thing. When the floor plans for E3 first leaked, it really amused me how all these people on Twitter and Risa there were going on about how Microsoft barely had a booth compared to Sony or Nintendo. So clearly they were pulling out of the industry and all this stuff. And it just amuses me to see these people who are never actually going to be there talking about that. And then it actually turns out that Microsoft is going to have their largest floor space ever mm -hmm. because they're renting out an entire theater. So, yeah, I mean, you obviously, know, you know, if you think about it, like out of like the three console like makers, like place like Sony is really the only one that really has like a traditional like E3 presentation still. Yeah. Like because Nintendo does theirs, does their like all pre-recorded now and you just go play demos and now Microsoft's like doing like their completely own thing. Like, yeah, there's so many like probably games to play like on the main E3 floor, but like they're doing like all their stuff like in their own space. Well, let's, right. you know what, let's, let's expand the conversation a bit then, right? Because, because everybody has been saying for a long time that E3 is on the back nine, you know? And, yeah, and, I mean, I, I mean, it kind of has been, I mean, like, you know, like. Very slowly, but very steadily. So, so do you guys think this is, do you guys think this is the, ne the next nail in the coffin? Until Ubisoft or Sony, I think, I think the next time a big publisher backs out and does their own venue, it'll be pretty significant. I think Ubisoft or PlayStation needs to back away first. That makes sense. That makes sense. You know, or like, Bethesda, I, since I mean, they've been going yeah. there recently. Well, but isn't Bethesda already, like, technically before E3 even officially starts? Sort yeah, of. Yeah, but technically all of them are. Technically yeah. E3 is a three-day conference, and these publishers and console manufacturers just call it their E3 conference to get the hype going. Technically, none of them actually present these shows at E3 mm -hmm. or on the days of E3. It's, sure. it's work. Sure, okay. It's, it's technical stuff. Okay. But, um... Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting regardless. Um, going back to Microsoft a little bit, if they're renting out this theater, you would think that they have to have stuff to fill it with. So it makes you wonder what they're going to be bringing to bear this year. But I'm excited. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 kind of excited about the whole, like, you know, like there's like a big presence on the mixer, like content, because like maybe they're going to try to like, emphasize, like, you know, trying to stream like all like their content this year at E3. It's possible. Zach, you know. I, I'm sorry. I just I, I, I just saw a couple of people in chat. Zach included said, "Bring back Robo John." <laughs> yeah, we, we want your robotic <laughs> yeah. voice. Um, yeah, no, but, I think Mixer is going to be huge. Yeah, but I mean, I said this in our official in our official SEGC Discord channel this morning that like you know like people always give like a lot of flack to Microsoft because like at the first party games, but like in terms of like consoles, like Microsoft's like it's been like ahead of the game business wide, and I feel like this is like the first step for that like. I feel like yeah. them like trying to have like their own. I feel like them trying to like have their own show so somewhat E three is gonna be interesting. Like them just having like probably just playable demo booths will probably be interesting. And like, you know, I I feel like I feel like the mixer like the the big presence of mixer at E three probably means they're probably me trying to do like you know almost like all day live streams of like you know whatever they're showing off. Yeah. 
because I mean that's where you're getting that's where you're getting your numbers now. And I mean like that's right. probably that's probably to be honest, kind of why E3 is dying because like most people just like want to watch this stuff online. Like, you know, you don't. It's, this isn't like the early 2000s or the 90s anymore where you have to like wait for E3 to be over before you find out like what happened E3. Well, exactly. Like, well, I, I, exactly. There's not as much of an emphasis. I just want to say this really quick, John, no, please, on no, journalists being there on the ground getting info you can't yeah. get anywhere else. Now I, 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 Nintendo I, I, does it with their directs. You can just broadcast it directly to people. There's still yeah. advantages to meeting in person that you're never going to get over, but. It's not as strong as it used to be. Yeah, and, exactly. it, and and to be and to be honest, like last year of E three opening up like the whole floor to the public for the day kind of shows they're probably trying to head towards more of like ha- like a convention like area rather than like you know like a professional conference area. And I well, and I think I think Jay, I think you're absolutely right. Like I think that they know the public now because because uh, it feels like there's less of an industry uh, demand to be there. And and like just just like what uh, Sam was saying, like. I think that, like, uh, for the past couple of years, I either live tweet or live blog uh, E3, and it is so much faster and easier for me to just be planted in one spot all day and be able to crank out updates and, and provide news when it's happening rather than having to haul ass and move past other people who are just trying to do work. Well, and um, it's, it's easy to do from home now. Well, and that's the thing. Like, like I wanted to bring that up to Sam and ask, because, Sam, you've been to E3, and ever since they opened up to the public, I know people who have been, and they say it's just a fucking shit show. Uh, I can tell you, like, this is not secret information. Like, I had to plan out. I, I specifically went to the center the day before it opened because only press could get in the day before it opened. And I memorized all the rooms I knew I was going to have to go to and practice the pacing. Because if you did not know exactly where you needed to be, if it was your first time, then holy crap, it was ridiculous. Getting through the lines was it was a it was a nightmare. Everyone uh-huh. I talked to, I talked to some guys from Techland. They said that it was a logistics nightmare just moving people around trying to get stuff done. It's that sounds yeah. bad. Because... I, I remember um, last year Kotaku sent Tim Rogers to E3, and there's literally like a 10 minute video I think of him just like waiting in line to play Super Mario, like Super Mario Odyssey, and I think he waited like two or three hours like overall. And it's just yeah, like... yeah they didn't give uh, unless you had an appointment. They didn't give uh, preferential treatment to press unless you had an appointment like. I got to see a special showing of Days Gone behind doors or things like that. See, that was, I, mean, like, I was on the floor. Uh, uh-uh. uh. That no was way. the nice thing about about Pax is is that and and Finn and you know Finn and I and, and Maddie were there last year and we'll be there again uh, in a couple of weeks. But uh, um, as as members of the press, we were allowed down there for uh, you know, but like you know before the crowds were gone. That's where Finn and I first played Pyre actually, and um, and and that that was good because Pax fills up. And and once everybody gets down there, man, it is a fucking slog. And they did take our criticism. They did take our feedback to heart because we're getting a couple of press exclusive hours every day now. Yeah, that's that's good. This year we're going to get like two or three hours each day before everyone else can get it. No, I mean, so, I mean, you need hopefully it. Hopefully that alleviates pressure. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I just feel like at one point, like you know, like a, more than a decade ago at this point, probably like two decades at this point now, like three was like the main like field game event but now you have like all these other like conferences throughout the year you have nintendo doing their own thing nintendo like surprised everyone they're like hey we're doing direct in like two days and they announced probably their biggest game of the year i love the directs and i love how they do them i love i I mean i mean mean, microsoft is now doing doing, like their inside xbox thing in america did i miss something what's the biggest game of the year smash brothers I'm just what? gonna say it's Smash Brothers. What is the biggest game of the year? I mean, I said Nintendo's biggest game. Of the year. Oh, Nintendo's oh. biggest game of the year. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, like you know, uh, Microsoft just start. 
Microsoft just started doing like their inside Xbox thing. PlayStation has their PlayStation experience every year. You know, like just like yeah, but I, there's I, so there's so many different ways to like broadcast your games or like announce your games or show off your games now rather than just have like rather than like a one conference. Yeah, but I feel like the inside Xbox thing was just a huge missed opportunity for Microsoft, right? Like I feel like they could have made that their PSX. Um, and instead it was just like a big, I mean, from what I saw and from what I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw some of it and, and I heard people talk about it and it was just mostly one big advertisement for Sea of Thieves. Um, cause I mean, that, I mean, that's their biggest game that's about to come out and it was also the first episode. First party IP, something that people have been begging for, for a long time and it drops in five days. I understand them hounding it and I'm not saying they don't need to improve it because I have a laundry list of complaints about yeah. things that they can improve, but I think inside Xbox, they are headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. However many yeah. blind steps it takes them to get there, they are now facing the right way on the compass in terms of that layer of transparency moving towards a Nintendo Direct style thing, even if they never quite get there. 100%. And like, and some people have pointed this out, and I, I think they're they're a little bit right, but like, one of the things that I thought was really funny was uh, inside Xbox, again, was a lot of Sea of Thieves information, which was interesting to people who don't know anything about sea of thieves but again if you're watching an xbox stream at four o'clock eastern time on a saturday you're probably a pretty big xbox fan anyway um and so it, it just felt like a weird rehash and then on monday they turn around and they announced a uh, state of decay collector's edition that was nowhere to be found during inside xbox. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like what come on you could have just announced that there right and then shown it um but you know like you said, it's a it, it, and like all of you have said, really, uh, it's a good first step. And um, because we've had you know years of great directs, I think we expected Microsoft to come out and mimic that because it's so effective. And instead, they were like, "Hey, let's look at some fanboys' comments on Twitter, and also see if Thieves." It, For- it was weird, but it'll get better. I mean, to be fair, those people, it's, it's not like those people know. They're just searching through hashtags. Oh, not- 100%. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not dogging. I just, I don't, I don't particularly care about, like, showing Twitter shit during a live stream. Well, it, it, like, here's the thing, like, honestly, like, I like the way Nintendo does it best with the, you know, not just with the directs, but with the spotlights, you know, the treehouse. Yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, Nintendo gets out there. They've got thirty minutes. They're like, here, here, here's our games. There's no filler. There's no bullshit. And it's, you know, it's rapid fire. It's just boom, 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 one after yep. the next. Exactly, so, exactly. It, it shows just enough to get people hyped. And the way they announce these things is great. Like, hey, uh, by the way, tomorrow we're having a direct, and we're gonna tell you about all these new games. And we're gonna tell you about some games you already know. And it gets people fucking excited because you know, just people are like, oh shit, you know, like fuck, we're getting direct. I, I like, feel like excited is underselling how much people get hyped. It, for... Yeah, it gets a little dangerous actually. How hyped <laughs> people get? For yeah, I, 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 I mentioned this in last week's episode. Like Nintendo's really gone like the Beyonce album release like route, where like they just like announce like your direct in like a day or two. Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, this game's come out in like three months. So like, yeah, yeah. Like they don't like they don't like announce a game and you're waiting like two years. They don't announce like a show and you're waiting like a month for the show. They literally announce the show like a day or two before, and like it it it's, it's, it works for them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I I fucking love it. And 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 it, as a result, it makes Microsoft and Sony's presentation seem weaker, in my opinion, because it's broken up by you know Sean Layden or or Phil Spencer coming out to talk and talk about you know hey you know we're we're doing great things with Microsoft and PlayStation. Like I just, I want to know about the games. I want to know about the services. Like that, but, but then again, maybe I'm just, I've been spoiled by what Nintendo has been doing. Um, what you're not looking forward to somebody from PlayStation coming out this yeah. year and 
announcing that you can change names to five minutes of clapping. Let's face. Let's totally face it. That look, look. Look. Let's face it. That's never. That's not going to happen. It's. We're never going to be able to change more. our PSN names at this point. It's fucking ridiculous. The only thing. I think it's going to happen, and I think people are going to be way too excited for a feature that should have been there forever ago. Yeah, I'll split sure. the difference. I'll split the difference with you two. I think the only thing more depressing than the fact that it's taken them this long to implement a basic feature that first-year Java students understand is yeah, the fact is that they will get a 10-minute standing ovation if yeah. they do somehow pull it yeah, off. That is... yeah, like, their service has gone into memedom now, where, like, literally it's just a joke, and so once they finally answer the joke, it'll... Yeah, people... I will say that I fully expect backwards compatibility to be announced for PS4 this year, 83. I don't. No. I do. Oh, that that's actually less likely. PS5. Than no. After yeah, no, so no. The PS5 not, no. to the PS4, sure, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We're not in PS3. We'll see. It ain't happening. We'll have a predictions episode. We should move on. All right. You. Uh, let, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's move on to Smash Brothers. Let's talk about Smash Brothers. So, uh, unless you've been living under a fucking rock, and uh, I know nobody on this podcast has, nobody in our chat has, because we are all informed gamers. Um, Smash Brothers is coming uh, sometime this year, most likely launching on top of Nintendo's uh, paid online service. Which, and if I was a betting man, uh, I'd bet two things: one, we will find out the release date at E3, and two, that release date will be September, uh, when uh, when Nintendo's online service launches. Um, but one thing nobody has really talked about uh, is well, nobody in this podcast anyway is what we're. What we're hoping for Smash, I'm a huge fucking Smash, I'm a Smash Brothers fanatic. I've played every single game. I'm, um, I've probably put about 300 hours into every single game. Um, so, one, what do, we, what do we want out of Smash Brothers? Uh, is it a new game? Is it a port? And, and what kind of characters are we looking for? What kind of stages? I think there are a lot of opportunities here. Um, because when did, when did Super Smash Brothers Wii U come out? It's It's been a hot minute. 2014. 2014. So that's, wow, has it been four years? Yeah, it really has. Four years, and a lot has happened since then. Um, so why don't we start with, uh, you know what, let's start with Finn. Finn, what are you hoping for out of Smash Brothers, man? Characters, uh, stages, modes, because there's, I mean, there's so much to unpack. Well, Finn's ready. what I'm expect, there's a lot that I expect and there's a lot that I hope. Uh, my big hope is that now that we've got confirmed that Link is the Breath of the Wild Link, I hope he's actually a new character rather than just a reskinned regular link with, with links with Wild links regular clothes. twilight or with his moveset yeah like i would actually greatly prefer having classic link the one we already have and then breath of the wild link who plays entirely differently with the champion magic and his glider and you know guardian arrows there's so much they can do with it that's specifically yeah. breath of the wild and it's the same with Mario. I want Cappy Mario in it. There's got to be some... Cappy Mario's a given. Cappy Mario's a given, man. You're going to get what? Cappy. You're, I, I think you will absolutely get Cappy. Period. Oh, yeah. But the problem is, there's so much that they could do specifically for Odyssey Mario that I want there to be a separate classic Mario. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Right. Instead of instead of these clone characters we always get that are just reskins... I'd rather have actual differentiated characters. And in terms of guest character, I don't even know. Like, do they still have the rights to bring in Mega Man, Pac-Man, Sonic, oh, and all yeah. them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mega Man's going to be there. Pac-Man's going to be there. Here's... I want Simon Belmont. Somebody in chat mentioned that. Uh, Brandon, what was that? No, I just agree with them. Simon Belmont would be a good character for Smash. I agree. I, want, yeah. I think, I mean, I... I... Castlevania. Oh, sorry, my mic was classic. my mic was up. 
I, I was just saying I agreed with him that Simon Belmont would be awesome. I think he's long overdue too. I can't There's remember one Simon more Belmont. person that I really think should be in this game. Who's that? And that is uh, Captain Ness, the Game Master. Oh my oh, god, that's Captain fucking N. old school. Captain N, dude. Holy shit. No, I want with his, with his, uh, his fucking his, his, his NES yeah. zapper. As yeah, a zapper gun. gun yep. I mean, why not? Just go ahead, just have fun with it. Okay, you know, so so if you're gonna have fun with it, one, you need uh, eggplant wizard from Kid Icarus, right? Bring in fucking eggplant Instead wizard. Of dark pit. Get rid of dark pit and Wait, bring in eggplant wizard. You know you know what Smash really needs? A sentient power glove. Oh my god, like oh my yeah. That's it. Just just no nothing, no hand in the glove, just a sentient power That'd glove. That'd be an amazing final boss, actually. I mean it's kinda like a ripoff they already had Master Hand. But like dude, that would be thing. a great replacement for Master Hand. And like, yeah. his little tagline could be like, you know, it's so bad. <laughs> that could be dude, oh, that would be so meta. There, there, there's, there's a Sega fighting game for the Saturn called Fighters Mega Mix, and literally yeah, one of the characters is the Daytona race car. Is so it imagine right? the glove fights like the race car does. That's so good. But like, yeah. I mean, honestly, like if you want to have fun with it, bring in like not even obscure like Ridley. Where's Ridley? Bring in Ridley. Ridley would be an amazing fucking character for Smash Brothers, right? Or like, or, or, like, or like an item. Ridley could be like an item. Uh, bring in Adam. And then if you play as Samus, you can't do anything unless the Adam. You know what? Talented. Do more with Smash or not Smash Brothers. Do more with uh, Punch Out. Not not. Don't just have Little Mac. Bring in like Mr. Sandman. Soda Popinski. Or Soda Popinski, dude. Or like fucking Super Macho Man or something. They you know, can like, keep Blastro. Yeah, yeah. And unlike and like, if you want to talk stages, like, what if you had a stage that was set in Hyrule with like, but like Breath of the Wild Hyrule, and you had guardians in the background trying to zap you with your lasers at the same time, or you had like that's fucking, cool. Or you had like, I like fuck, that. yeah, or like you had fucking like corruption spreading on the ground, and you had to jump up and try to avoid it while you're fighting other other players, like that that would be fucking sick. I mean, there there are so or like or like an ink stage. Like I hope when they do Inkopolis, you'll be able to. There will be ink on the floor that you can like slip on or duck into. Um, I mean, just oh, man, I mean, I mean, the possibilities are so fucking endless. Like if you want to talk about oh, yeah. fun, like, and you know they're gonna bring an arms character. They got oh to. yeah, it's oh, gonna 100%. be yeah, it's, definitely. It's gonna be. I'll tell you right now, it's gonna be Springman, but I want it to be Twintel. I want it to be Helix. You know what character I think is gonna make it make the cut this time? I think we're gonna see Banjo Kazooie. Um, no, we're ooh, not. Ooh, Phil, Phil Spencer. <laughs> Phil Spencer said uh, back in 2014 he'd love to see uh, and lend those characters back wow. to Nintendo. And I and if and look if it's not happening, I think people should call him on that tweet, make some reference uh, because that would be incredible. Um, also, Solaire from Dark Souls. If we're gonna do the absolutely, yeah, Solaire has to be there. Solaire, Solaire would be hilarious. I, I actually yeah. think there is a high fucking possibility that Solaire is going to be in. And if that's the case, give me a fucking undead Berg stage, and I will be the happiest man. Ooh, that's. Good idea. That has un- undead Berg would be or Blight Town, and like just have the whole stage run at 15 frames a second in the background. <laughs> like, don't, don't, do don't do that. Don't do that. There's a there, like you have two power ups on that level. Like one like actually makes the frame rate stable, and the other one makes it like two frames oh, per second. Dude, I gotta give Ian credit in chat. He's Shovel Knight. Yeah, yeah I think Shovel Knight would be awesome. Shovel Knight's a given, yeah. actually. I think that is, now that I think about it, I think that's a fucking certainty. Yeah, I mean, I, I think any character that, that has a standalone amiibo that's only been from one game will probably get Shovel Shovel Knight would be, dude, Shovel Knight would be fucking amazing. I, I want, for I, me, I just want to see more Mother characters, Earthbound, Mother, any, from any of them. 
Like, well, was it wasn't uh, Porky was a boss in? Uh, Wait, oh, was he? Yeah, he was that's a boss cool. in Super Smash Bros. Melee. Well, yeah, I want to see more, more Earthbound anything. Um, what about? Uh, oh, and by the way, uh, who was it? Uh, Kogasu in chat, Julian. He said uh, Ridley's too big. Actually, use use Ridley's model from the original Metroid. He was just a little bigger than Samus. So 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 use that one. Um, but uh, oh my god, now I'm thinking about Shovel Knight in, in Smash Brothers, and it's so fucking perfect. That makes absolutely yeah, that, Shovel makes, Knight would be great. that makes perfect fucking sense. Bring back the ice climbers. Where are the ice climbers in fucking Smash Brothers? The ice climbers. You're the are... only person that cares. I no, do you care. can't bring the ice climbers back because they said the only reason they didn't put them in was because of 3DS limitations and they you didn't want to have know. different rosters across the games. You know. so, or what about this? What about characters from the from uh, Wonderful 101? Only if not too far gone. Enough. You think so? Yeah. You think you think that's too that's too obscure? That, that yeah. game's just too niche. Now, yeah. if anything, if they were going to bring a niche or character in, they'd bring someone from their new Xenoblade Chronicles too. Like oh a yeah, dude. Well, I, I I think it, I think it's a guarantee that Rex is going to be in there. I think. But Rex I wouldn't is... want just him. I'd want him to be linked with Pyro. Pyra and Mithra are going to be in there too. Pyra and Mithra will both be in there, and you'll be able to switch between the two of them. Yep, they'll be interchangeable characters. Yep, absolutely, yep. absolutely. And I also think. Um, so, oh, here's another thing. I think so is. I think this is a given, but you guys tell me what you think. I think you're going to see the return of Eight Man Battle. Well, what, what? I thought Eight Man Battle was in the Wii U version. I don't. I don't think it was in the Wii U version. Was it? Was yeah, it was. Yeah, it was because you could play up to like ten people in some I, battle. I see. I okay, so so maybe I'm remembering this wrong because I thought Eight Man. It's, I, it's, it's not in the three. I don't think it's in the three DS version. It's not. It's only in the Wii U version. Yeah, it's only in the Wii U version. Okay. I remember my friends and I had a huge eight-player like tournament battle thing to celebrate the release of the Wii U game. So, uh, so here's an interesting question, actually. Um, if Rex is in there, what does that mean for Shulk? Is Shulk still in? I think yeah. Shulk can be in. If we can have 17 Fire Emblem characters and 57 Pokemon, then we can have two Xenoblade. Oh, yep. Fire, Fire Emblem is another. I mean, there are so many good Fire Emblem characters that you can include. I do not want more I, I... Fire Emblem characters because they're all the same down b counter sword people like branch out jay what, what, jay, what were you gonna say okay so i would like to point out first of all i don't really care about smash at all like i just i don't oh, find the games so fun like i i liked i liked melee growing up you know I, I was like in elementary school when it came out i didn't play brawl because i didn't own a wii i tried playing the wii version i found the wii version absolutely boring but but my idea for guest characters in the new Smash game, which I think will also be a brand new game, Square Enix really loves the fact that they have Noctis in Tekken 7. Hmm. And Disney wants in on the Smash money. So they put Sora, Goofy, and Donald Duck in Smash Brothers. Oh. Huh. Yeah, but Kingdom Hearts games are on a Nintendo system. I don't, yeah, so yeah, no, there are. The, the, there um, are, yeah, Dream the, Drop Distance, and yeah, there's and a lot. The, there's a lot of the DS ones. Uh, in console, yeah. I don't know. So, like, like I, I think it's far more likely. So, I think you're onto something, Jay. I think it's far more likely that another Final Fantasy character would make its way into Smash than like Kingdom Hearts characters. Like, for example, like Finn said, if you want to get fun with it, like draw from some of the old and they probably would never do this but draw from some of the old super nintendo rpgs like um like like kefka or terra 
or Locker. Bring some Magitek armor in there. Or Bring Cecil. Chrono like, from Chrono Trigger. Chrono would be amazing. Chrono would be fucking That's never awesome. going to happen. It'll no. never happen. It'll never happen. But that would be... But, but oh, God, how... I mean, awesome. uh, like, here's the thing about Smash. If Cloud can be in Smash, anything, anybody that's can be true. in Smash. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I mean, I mean no, that's what I'm saying. Final and Fantasy like, VII, what, yeah, no, the, the barriers were broken. And, and, like, and Disney's, like, all about making money. And, like, if you had, like, Donald Duck and Goofy, like, in a Smash game, that'd be, like, a hit. <laughs> I just saw like a, a huge hit. Like, 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 imagine playing the Monster Inc.'s Goofy in a Smash game. So, like, like so I, I don't know. Like, Brandon actually, you know, Jay, Brandon makes a good point. Cloud is not it. Final Fantasy VII never made its Nintendo way to a Nintendo yeah. system. Like, they can do whatever they want with Smash. Uh, here's the thing Smash. Like, 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 like you, have to remember Sol- you have to remember Sol- Snake was in Brawl. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to I let Brandon finish his point. Like, okay. Smash is a 20 year old series at this point. Like, it is, it is an old series. And, like, honestly, and if they, I, I loved the idea that the first game was just, you know, your favorite Nintendo characters. It, it, you know, it satisfied those schoolyard arguments of my favorite character would beat my other favorite character in a, in a fight. But, like, the series is 20 years old, and I think that in order to keep it, you know, increasingly relevant, just br- keep broadening the scope. Just, like, keep allowing, just, like... It doesn't have to be just whatever they just you know let, let your imagination run wild with whatever combinations of characters they can put in there. Well, and it, like Brandon, whatever licenses they can, whatever the agreements they can come to with companies well, to license let, these characters so, out. Like, so Brandon, Brandon, let's take that a step further, right? Like, Smash Brothers is already near the top of the Amazon sales charts, and we don't even have we all we've got is a fucking logo for it. This game is going. This is probably going to be one of the. It will certainly be the highest selling Nintendo game all year. Like, like put a period, fucking Minecraft right? creeper in People, there. People, like, there will be companies asking asking Nintendo, "Hey, can we make a deal together?" Yeah, that, like I, I feel like at this point, when Smash is twenty years old, like just it doesn't have to be like the Nintendo Club anymore. Just, they should just like try to get as many uh, characters from yep. other franchises as possible, and just just make it like a celebration of video games That's entirely, not idea. just Nintendo games, but just like it's... video games. Someone in the chat uh, mentioned Geralt for Smash. I don't think that <laughs> will happen. That Why will happen, but what will happen is when Soul Calibur inevitably gets a Switch port, Geralt will be on that. You play. guys know what to do. Everybody get on Twitter, talk to Randy Pitchford, hashtag put Duke and Smash. Duke for Smash. <laughs> God. Do it. We didn't get Duke in Battleborn, but God damn it, we're getting Duke and Smash. Oh, we've actually got we've actually got we've actually got Randall Pitchfork on the podcast with us right now. Yeah, Rand, Randall Pitchfork. Yeah, Randall Pitchfork. yeah that's Randall gonna Pitchfork. be Jay's. Or that's gonna be that's gonna be your alter ego, Zach. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, Randall if they're gonna Pitchfork. put if they're gonna put I mean if if they're willing to put him into a uh, bullet storm, they obviously are ready to put him into Smash. Oh, you know I what? Want, I, I want I want the ball from Kamari Damasu to be in Smash. There will absolutely. Just to, just sorry, fault, though. Yeah. There will absolutely be a rabid. I mean, really, I, I just want the king in Smash. You guys know there's going to be a fucking or the, rabid. The king I mean, of I mean, I mean, I mean, if there's a rabid and steep, then yeah, there's going to be a rabid in fucking Smash. I mean, just I mean, I mean, look at uh, look at you know what? Put Bowser Junior in his fucking mech suit from uh, from uh, King of Battle. He's a... okay. I was gonna say Bowser Junior is already in the game. But um, but or, or, you know what? You know, should you give Kirby his fucking Robobot suit, his robot, yes. his mech suit from Planet Robobot? That would be fucking incredible. Um, but there was actually there there is going to be either a rabid Peach or a rabid Luigi or a rabid Mario, in uh, or a rabid Yoshi in in Smash Brothers. You 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 fucking know it. Um, it you know like a, a Funky Kong. Put Funky Kong in Smash too, and just make the whole thing easy mode. Make him make. How him... about 
How about Shaquille O'Neal from from the new Shaq-Fu game? Shaq from the new Shaq-Fu? Yeah, because it's going to be on the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, so this could work. What about put Saki in Smash? Saki, baby. That's now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, let's just do character creator. Come we on. need, we need, we need, we need Sockings. No, but honestly, I, I, God, I am. Smash Brothers is like I, I am. I have not been this excited about a game in a long time because I am a huge Smash Brothers fan, and uh, and like you know before it was announced, I knew it was either going to be it was. I was like, this, this is either got to be Fire Emblem or Smash. And I think uh, uh, Zach, you and you and Finn and I, when we were watching it, like like we all knew. I think as soon as the as soon as the Inklings came on, we were all like, okay, yeah, like this is clearly Smash Brothers. Like yeah. it's. You know, these are the inkling designs from Splatoon One, not Splatoon Two, and they're not going to remaster the original Splatoon. So this has to be Smash. Uh, but yeah. like, what what a great way to reveal that too. You know, like you know, like with the logo and the inkling's eye. Oh yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was it was so fucking good. And, I was um, I was actually watching that stream and I was laughing my ass off because like the last thing like they were like showing was like the Splatoon DLC and you, you guys were like, oh, we were like, oh, oh, man, oh like, forty five minutes and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you guys were like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, no, yeah, I, it was it was ridiculous. And uh, I can I just point out that I hope Bowser is wearing his wedding suit. In Smash Brothers, oh my God, yes, Mario Odyssey outfits for everyone. Give everybody their Mario Odyssey outfits. Absolutely, I. And, I want to see some Super Mario RPG characters. That would be awesome, dude. Like put Gino, Smitty, Smitty. obviously Gino would be the coolest. Gino or Mallory for Gino for so long. Gino yeah. actually we, makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah, Gino I, would be I, awesome I, with his little finger cannon. His finger, so cool. his finger cannon, and, and you know, uh, put Ma- Smithy would be a good character. Um, hey, how come nobody's mentioned Funky Kong? I did mention did Funky Kong. Yeah, 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 we yeah, already mentioned Funky Kong. I mentioned Funky okay, Kong. Yeah, I Funky Kong would be there. Absolutely. Put, okay. No, 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 no. Fuck that. Put Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong. Put Cranky Hell Kong. Hell yeah. Let's just put the whole Kong family. I think, we should, I, I, I think we should put the host from the guy game in Smash. <laughs> yeah. That, that douchey ass. Leisure Suit Larry. Oh, that'd be mm. yeah. You know, Le- Leisure Suit Larry's actually like a good game series, though, besides like the last couple of them. That is yeah, that is the hot take. I think that <laughs> that's the hot take. We that, that, they're not bad point and click games if you like avoid the you know they're not bad. sexual stuff. If you if you just ignore so, like the story scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love my Jay just gives this awkward. Yeah. Like, you can buy the Leisure Suit Larry games on good old games now. Already got it. Jay's like shit. Nobody agrees with me. Fuck. I know the best else? surprise. Um, guest character who's actually from a game that was originally closely associated with Nintendo. Yeah. Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil 4. Oh, that would be interesting. Which version of Leon Kennedy, though? Resident Evil 4. It's got to be RE4. The, the, the hot one, of course. The, the hot one. It's got to be. Yeah, gotta I, mean, be... I, mean, I mean, Leon Kennedy from Resident Evil 4 is the hottest game character of all time. I want. I, I need to see the research no, on that. No. I will write you a research paper right now. No, I mean, obviously the hottest game character of all time is probably. I don't know. I would say like Aloy or, um, yeah. I don't know. That's my pick. But we're not talking about hot game characters. We're talking <laughs> we're about not Smash talking about hottest game characters. We're talking about Smash okay. Brothers. I, I, this podcast is going off the rails. Okay. Wait. 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 Can I just point out, Ian? Ian in the chat is quoting Jay saying, "I don't like Mario, but Leisure's." Like, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and coming, come, coming, coming from Ian, 
coming from Ian, that's burned because Ian, we as we all know, doesn't like fucking anything. I actually, actually, I like how much like everyone's like discussing. I like how everyone's discussing what the hottest Resident Evil character is now. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. that's all anybody's talking about now is, is is the hottest Resident Evil character. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, guys, I mean, we're hitting the hour and a half mark. I think we pretty much covered it all. Yeah. Um. um how yeah. about that Tomb Raider trailer? Oh yeah, the two. Ra- yeah, that that's another conversation we'll have in April. After we'll we wait till the actual reveal. Yeah, well, yeah, let's yeah. yeah, yeah, let's wait for that. One. Um, oh, I want to point out real quick, real quick before we go, uh, the From Software game. I have this on good authority. The From Software game coming up. Uh, well, one is definitely not Bloodborne two. It's multiplat and it has an even larger horror focus than Bloodborne did. Um, so that's all I know. But we'll see what happens. He's be excited. I am. I, I I would love it if it was if it actually was that Aztec themed Souls game that it, I mean, that, it, that was rumored. given that that incredibly brief CGI teaser we got. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, well, I thought. Know, yeah. Well, just imagine like a, like a Souls game based like a, like you know like if you want to regain your whatever the equality of humanity would be like, you're crushing a heart instead of like, you know, like a, a soul, you know, like, I mean, just there's so many cool, crazy, like, you know, horror possibilities. you could Well, do. yeah. And like Aztec Mayan themed corrupted bosses, like giant Quetzalcoatlus creatures or, yeah. Or like, you know, like some kind of blood God or, you know, like, it's yeah. just Neo too. Neo two. <laughs> I would really, I would, I would really love for like an armored core, like souls like game. That would be cool. Yeah, oh yeah, Max. Don't we already have that? Or a new like, well, like Kingsfield is just basically Dark Souls in first person. I agree. I would love a new Kingsfield, Jay, but I don't think we're ever going to get one again. Yeah, you got. You could play Internal Rain on the PS4 for like ten dollars if you're in the mood. Why would you do that though? All right, so we'll uh, we'll go and wrap it up here. I I have just a couple quick uh, ending notes. Uh, on Sunday, I'm going to be bringing back the uh, the support class podcast for gamers with mental illnesses. So. uh, if you're like me and you have generalized anxiety or if you have, you know, if you suffer from PTSD or, you know, depression or OCD or anything like that, um, I and others know how difficult it is. So if you want to join us at 8 o'clock Eastern time, uh, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, that's going to be either a weekly or a biweekly thing. I haven't decided which one it's going to be yet, but it will be regular. Uh, I feel like there was a lot of value for that. And Finn, you're going to be on there with me. Um yeah. And uh, Justin, our newest member of the Games Cast, might be on there as well. I'm not sure, but uh, I'm trying to get. Uh, and uh, also, uh, he probably won't be on Sunday. But uh, Dr. Rafael Bocamazo, um, who is uh, uh, Dr. B, a friend of mine, I was on a panel with him last year, Finn. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he is a clinical psychologist, and he is on the board of directors at TakeThis.org. Uh, he will be volunteering his time as well to appear on the podcast and, and, and give some advice on, on, on mental illness and how to cope. Uh, and, uh, things coming up, we got packs coming up in a few weeks. Uh, so please don't forget that, uh, I'll be on a panel there and I'll be helping to host the game show night. Um, JT will be there too, right? JT will be For there as panel? well. Uh, Finn will be there. Manny will be there. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a really good time. Um, and, uh, who knows? We may have stuff, some stuff cooking for E3. Who knows? Who knows, right? Like, you know, anything could happen. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but uh, at any rate, uh, guests going to be on the show soon. We got Mega Ran coming on. If you guys don't know who Mega Ran is, he's a great uh, he's a great hip hop artist. You guys should go check him out. Um, 
and uh that's that that's all i got for now uh does anybody have anything else before we leave yeah yeah uh First of all, uh, thanks a lot, Sam, for uh, coming and hanging out tonight. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. If, guys, it's yeah, I don't know if John that. touched on that. I wasn't going to because time. I don't appreciate Sam the way you oh, guys wow. do. I appreciate the fact that Brendan played something else besides Overwatch. That's oh, what I'm this week. Yeah, true. And, uh, that was the true. That was the true bomba of SDGC this week. The the, the true bombshell was, was Brendan. Exclusive reveal. That was that great. Was the yeah, real that was really good. Reveal. Yeah, you Sam, should mind if I do. You, Brandon, you I was just going to say, do you mind if I do a quick? I should do please, what? please, please, go ahead. I, I, I'll, 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 go, I'll go to Brandon in a minute. Please, Sam, where can people find you? I was just going to say, I mean, people can find me at Samuel Talbert on Twitter. I write for the Inner Circle Gaming Network, and I just wanted to drop something really cool. We actually have an interview going live tomorrow at either 3 or 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're interviewing Craig Duncan, the studio head of Rare. Oh, oh so Please come check that out. That's cool. Lots of really cool stuff talking about Sea of Thieves roadmap and maybe even trying to probe him about what's next for Rare. Probe? So, so, oh, you're going to ask me? Okay, don't actually probe him, though. Banjo no, Fiori. No. He got weird. Very cool. That's very weird. cool. When is, when is <laughs> I'm very excited out? for that. Yeah, that was really cool though okay next week yes yeah 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 see if these drops next week it'll be very interesting to see where that falls in the review scale it's gonna be huge on twitch because the, oh, the yeah. beta was pulling in insane viewer numbers it is going to sell that. a lot better than i'd initially thought it was yeah I, me I too fully, me too yeah. i i really underestimated pretty much impossible for it to fail at launch at this point with i game think pass, yeah it's gonna be one especially of the, with gonna... game pass and yeah, it's going to be one it's of those just, games. It's that... going to depend on the content. Yeah, it's going to it, depend exactly. on the content. It's going to live, it's going to live or die based on support. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Sam, dude, as always, thank you for being here, man. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Uh, you know what does come out tomorrow is Burnout Paradise Remastered. Actually, what does come out tomorrow is Kirby Star Allies, which I'll be picking up. Well, that that uh, Kirby's Burnout Burnout Paradise Remaster sounds like a much better game. Kirby sounds like uh, like a Kirby game. They're both good in their own ways. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I love Kirby games because, uh, and right now I just need something calming that I can blaze through and something beautiful to look at. So I'm gonna go. Cool, yeah, I don't blame you. So, uh, but uh, anyway, guys, uh, as always, it's not always poetry. We don't always agree, but we always keep it real. So until next week, take care of each other, and uh, we will see you later. Our list was not a lie, by the way. No, absolutely, we do not.